Hi everyone, welcome to Straight Talk Nursing School. I'm doing another sellout episode. Ho ho ho! Uh, you got me at the beginning of summer, and I know at the time I was like, I don't know if I want to do another one of these, but I decided that I am. And this one, I mean, this is what I would have looked for when I was getting ready for nursing school, or um, or uh, like before I was in my prereqs or whatever. I would, oh, I wonder what people would say for study tips for these different classes. And so that's what this episode is. Normally, straight talk nursing school is not a place to get top 10 lists or tips or tricks and study hacks and all this stuff, but uh, here we are. (laughs) Usually, straight talk nursing school, if this is your first time here, is where me or me and my buddy Alex, we like to just sit down and talk about any of the, uh, anything that's going on in our programs. We're both uh, nursing students and nursing school is a... Very enjoyable experience with no hiccups or uh, I can't even finish the joke. It's it's so wrong. Uh, so we just talk about any of the bullshit that's going on in our programs, uh, and then you get to listen. It's our way to vent. It's our personal uh, diaries that we can just talk, and I, that way I don't have to use what my hand, what's left of my hand after cramping when I write. God, I can't think of anything to say today. Uh, this is really bad. So if you want to get a hold of the show, you want to email us, like say, hey, I'm in a program and I just got an A, yay, or oh, I hate my program and here's why, send it to stalknursing at gmail.com, S-T-A-L-K, nursing at gmail.com, or you can call in to the complaint line that still nobody's used. I, I was on the fence about getting rid of it just because I'm like, ah, no one's ever using this thing. By the time we're done with our, with our nursing programs, we're going to be like, we're never going to have anyone use it, but because there, it's in the old episodes, I'll keep it going. So 860-578-8293. You can leave a voicemail telling us about your complaints or whatever, you know, anything related to nursing school, I guess. 860-578-8293 or stalknursing at gmail.com. S-T-A-L-K, nursing at gmail.com. Anyway, the study tips. Yeah, I I mean, we've, Alex and I have mentioned these, uh, most of them, at some point during any of the episodes that we've already recorded. So you could get these just from listening, but I figured that if somebody wanted to look up, hey, what study tips for nursing school, I could try to put them all in one place. So that's kind of my thought process behind this. I'm just going to give a few uh, things that I've done or Alex has done or um, things that I've heard of but I haven't done personally, but, you know, heard it somewhere else so I'll put it here anyways. Hopefully uh, you can get something out of this if you are looking for some study tips. A lot of these you might have heard before or um, you might think duh why would you even need to point that out but hey you never know you know. You know people are always starting this nursing school journey so if this is the first time that they find look up oh I need some study tips and this is what they find and good for them. We're glad to have you. So If you've listened to the show before, you know that I am a huge proponent of practice questions. That's the first one on my list here. Practice questions, especially with the rationales. It's so, I mean, that's the majority of my study habits is just going through as many practice questions as I can find on whatever subject that we're, you know, on this week or next week or whatever. 
I usually start um, before I read the textbook. What if I read the textbook? I'll start by doing practice questions on the material that we're going to be learning, just to kind of get a get a view on what those questions are going to focus on. That way, when I am looking at the textbook or any other resources. Um, I kind of have it in my head already. Okay, I've seen questions about this. I've seen questions about this. I haven't seen this, and it's, you know, I have this video or section of the book. I haven't seen any questions about that, so it might be good to look at, but probably not focus on. So if you can find a good source of practice questions, I've recommended before the NCLEX, the comprehensive, uh, Saunders Comprehensive Review. Jeez. The <laughs> Saunders Comprehensive NCLEX Review Book. Uh, that one is great. And if you get it new, you get access to an online test bank that you can use to break down into very small sections of material. So let's say you're studying... Uh, GI stuff and you're like okay I know that I'm gonna have uh, irritable bowel syndrome on this next test because our professor's been talking about it on that Saunders uh, NCLEX review test bank thing you can select uh, for what kind of questions you want you can select okay it's like a health problem it's in the GI section so you click GI and it'll open up another sub menu and then it'll have a bunch of GI issues, and it's like, okay, here's IBS. Click, and then you'll only get questions about irritable bowel syndrome. The more specific you get like that, the fewer questions there are. I mean, if you did the entire GI system, you know, they'd have 180 questions about all of the GI stuff, but they might only have 8 or 10 questions about IBS, and so that's all you get to work with. So you don't have that, you know, the more specific you get, the fewer questions they have, but they still have them. And you can find questions about it other, where, uh, other places as well. Some other websites that have good practice questions are nursing.com. I've mentioned them on the show before a lot. Um, they used to be NRS and G. They are not anymore. It's just nursing. Uh, it's expensive. Uh, I think it's 30 something dollars a month. So it's pretty spendy. If you're not in nursing school, I wouldn't bother with it because... They have like a pre-nursing A&P uh, section of the website, but I think it's separate from, don't quote me, but I think it's separate from the main nursing section. So you like have to pay for access to the pre-nursing stuff, and then when you get into nursing school, you cancel that subscription and you pay for the nursing school stuff. And so I don't know what the pre-nursing stuff is. If you're still in, in your prereqs, Practice questions were super helpful for me then as well, but uh, you can find those, I think, in more... Uh, you can just... I wouldn't spend money during your prereqs on this kind of stuff unless you really feel like you have to. But um, the nursing.com questions are pretty good. You can go and look at their... Um, they have a test bank where you just choose what section of material that you want to study. Uh, it's not as specific as the Saunders book, it is more where Saunders lets you, you know, pick GI and then break it down into a bunch of different GI issues. Nursing.com lets you pick GI and then that's it. They don't let you um, specify what section of GI you're on. So it might, you might have to wade through some questions before you find the stuff that's relevant to you. 
but they're pretty well-written questions usually, and they have good rationales. They'll tell you why the answer is right and the other ones are wrong. Usually, sometimes there's a hiccup. It's like, oh, this one's wrong because it's wrong. And it's like, okay, cool. Uh, thanks, I guess. But um, nursing is also, they're continually updating their website and coming out with new features, new lessons, new questions, all that kind of stuff. So they're still, they're a very active um platform that is continually updating their stuff so in the future they might let you segment those questions into more uh, specific areas but who knows I don't work for them I'm not paid by any of these people either by the way which would be cool like if they want to send me a paycheck for me to hawk their stuff I'll do it I'll sell out like for real I know the name of this episode and these they're like sellout episodes but all that means is that I'm doing the tips and tricks thing I'm not like actually selling out I guess Anyway, nursing.com has good test questions. In uh, Saunders NCLEX book has good test questions. Do as many as you can. Get the rationales. You're getting the same material from the rationales, the same knowledge from the rationales as you get from reading the book. It might not get into as much detail, but it'll tell you why that question's right and the other questions are wrong. And you get that same... You, it just skips the steps of having to put that all together just from reading the book. So that's my first biggest tip. Study questions. Whew. The next tip is less of a how to pass a section of material thing, and it's more of just how to study. Find a coffee shop um, and only bring, like, near you, right? Find a coffee shop. If you're on a campus, I'm sure that you've got plenty of options. If you're if you're on online school, because it's still COVID right now, uh our program is back in person, which is kind of, it's nice, but it's a double-edged sword because we don't know how to learn this stuff in person yet. I'm going to, I'm planning on switching up. Matter of fact, I already have switched up my study style just because it's all in person now. I'm going to have to actually take notes in a live lecture and not just uh, watch pre-recorded videos all the time over and over again. It's going to be different, but if you're still online, and you're struggling to focus while you're at home because I definitely ran into that problem a lot last year. Uh, I just found a coffee shop. It's like five minutes from my house. I could walk there if I wanted to, but I'm too lazy to. So I drive. I only bring the stuff that you're going to focus on for that section of material. So if we were learning, I'll go back to GI, IBS, whatever, GI issues. If that's what we're learning... I'll bring whatever textbook I have that has that were assigned for the reading. Uh, this is the one, the only time I would read the textbook, by the way, during my first year. Uh, I, I hated reading textbooks, but I'd bring only the textbook. I wouldn't bring my computer. I would I would bring my phone, obviously, but you know we'll get to that in a sec. Only bring the book. Just know what you need to read. Maybe a printout of whatever your uh, required reading is. Go to the coffee shop buy a coffee or whatever and do nothing but read. If you don't have your computer there and if you can turn your phone on silent and put it away, you the only thing that there is to do is read. Bring a highlighter, who cares, you know, highlight your book, whatever you need to do, but if you only bring the materials that you need for that section, it kind of helps you focus. It gets you out of the house. That was I don't, oh, I got to switch the laundry. Oh, I got to let the dog out. Oh, I got to feed the cats. I got to do this, this, this. It's just too much stuff, distractions at home. 
you know, if you got kiddos or something, just put them in the backyard, chain them to the fence. Don't let them run off. You can leave them for a few hours. They'll be fine. Depends on where you live. But just go to a coffee shop, bring your book, and do nothing but read. It's it's actually really helpful, for me at least. I guess I should have prefaced this episode with, oh, some people will find these helpful. Some people, it might not work for you. You got to do what's best for you. That's the disclaimer, right? But that helped me a lot when I was struggling to focus, especially later in the terms when you kind of have like senior, uh, not senioritis, but burnout, you know, you've been studying this whole term. It's like, oh God, how am I going to do this? Just if, if it's all you've got to do because it's the only thing you have in front of you, you'll do it. And that, yeah, find a coffee shop. Now back to the phone thing. I said, put your phone away when you're at the coffee shop or whatever. Do it when you're at home too, or Whatever you got to do. I mean, if you got to turn the thing off completely, do it. Uh, I know that this is kind of a duh one, but it's, I mean, God, I don't even think about it sometimes. I just like look at my phone. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I looking at my emails on my phone? Like, I know I didn't, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? It's just a distraction. If you can leave your phone in like a different room, that would be even better. And you don't even have the chance of, hearing it buzz when it's on vibrate because you don't leave it on the ringer turn it on vibrate or better if it has a completely silent option do that put it in a different room don't touch it just leave it alone so so far we've got lots of practice questions we've got find a coffee shop or whatever that that you can go to with only the stuff that you're going to focus on and just do that and the phone ties into that too So next, we're going to look at uh, something else that I did over the course of the last year that worked was finding a friend or a study group that you get together with and you go over stuff. You can do it solo for sure. It's completely possible. A lot of people like doing it solo. A lot of people love study groups. It kind of helps you shore up the, uh, the weaknesses in your knowledge base. Maybe you, something clicked really well with you. But another piece of material from the same section didn't, but your buddy, it clicked really well for them. And so between the two of you, you have a complete picture of what you need to learn. So find a good group of friends. I mean, I found that if it gets to be more than like three or four people, it usually becomes too loud, uh, distracting. You just too much jibber jabber, not enough actual work. So. For me, smaller groups work better, so like one or two other people, maybe three at the most. Um, but as long as you're staying focused, you're actually getting stuff done, you're not just chit-chatting. Although, you, you know, it was hard last year. We were all online, so when we did meet up in person, it was like, man, we got to catch up. Like, you hate this too, right? It's not just me. I'm not just the only one that's underwater. Like, we're all dying here, right? Okay, good, yeah. I thought it was... Everyone always thinks it's just them. Everyone always thinks that, oh, God, how am I? How did I get here? Everybody else is doing so well. And then you actually talk to them, and they're like, no, this sucks. We hate it, too. I don't know how you're doing so well. And you're like, well, I'm not. So, yeah, thumbs up. Find a study group. Make sure that you're actually doing the work. And uh, make sure that they're good people that are there to win, right? That are there to succeed. Don't study up with the they're 19 years old going to parties every weekend waiting to study until three hours before the test on a Tuesday morning you know don't don't study up with those people (laughs) 
if they made it this far, the, the chances are that they're there to succeed. But, I mean, I've seen it in our group, too, our program. There's definitely a couple people that, well, they didn't make it, actually. Uh, most of them that I can think of, they did fail out because they just uh, weren't in the right headspace, I don't think. But you can be the judgment on that. You can You can use your best judgment. Make sure that you're finding good people that are there to succeed. So now we've got practice questions. We've got the coffee shop. We've got the phone. Put it away. We've got the friend, the study groups. That's kind of four big bangers that I've done in the past. These are Those are the ones that I've definitely done. They worked for me. They worked really well. Um, so I can say with 100% certainty, for some people, those will work. Now here's the stuff that I haven't done myself personally. Alex might have, but he's not here. Um, he's hiking you know, Everest or something, uh, getting his last bit of summer in. Our program starts uh, in like a week, so we're kind of gearing back up. If you're curious, which I don't know why you... They, get, <laughs> they did get a hold of us over the summer break, and they were like, hey, here's a bunch of stuff you need to do before the term starts. And I was like, okay, I get that. It's, it's you know, basic stuff. It's like, make sure you're... Uh, in good standing with the school and you're keeping up on any kind of like required immunizations or uh, you know you're you got to have like a CPR certification right you know make sure that you're current on all your stuff but then like two weeks before the classes started they sent us emails they were like all right uh, this is due the first day of class. This is due the first week. Make sure you have it done. You need to make sure that these are done before uh, Wednesday the first week because we're going to be doing something. And if you don't have those done, then you're not going to be able to do it and you're going to fail. And uh, so they, they did start bombarding us a few weeks ago with like, all right, here's all the shit that you have to do uh, before the term starts and it's due day one or day two or day three. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess we're getting back into this, huh? Uh, so I've been working ahead. I'm sure I'm sure Alex has too. Um, but anyway, here are things that I didn't do, but these are things that I've heard in other places. So if this is your first time listening to a episode of something where it's like, here's some study tips, these are some things that I've heard other in other places. And I'm actually going to try this first one this year. I, I have started it, as a matter of fact. Color-coordinated notes. So I've heard a lot of folks say before that you should be taking your notes with like a black pen, a red pen, and a blue pen or something like that. And, you know, if it's a critical piece of information, write it in red. It's uh, If it's something that's uh, what I've been using this last few week as I've been prepping for class, taking notes, I've been writing uh, common side effects or common... Uh, uh, clinical manifestations of these diseases that we're learning in blue, but then I'm writing critical ones in red so that I know that, okay, the red stuff, click, that's going to kill you. That's really important. Focus on it. Blue, it might not kill you, but it's really common, so it's something you'll probably see on a test question because it's the most common side effect or whatever. So blue is that, red is that, black is just anything else. I'm curious to see how it plays out for me. Uh, I've never done that before. Um, this is, but again, I haven't had to take real notes for uh, <laughs> for nursing school yet because it's all been online so far. Uh, so this will be interesting to see how this goes. And actually, I have another app, uh, like a recommendation for this thing. I over the summer, I bought a Microsoft Surface Pro. It is a laptop, tablet, laptop thing. 
that has a pin, you know, that you can write on the screen. And this is something that I wanted even back in my prereqs, but they're really expensive and I didn't want to drop that much money at the time. But uh, when I didn't spill coffee on my laptop a week before finals of our last term of the first year, definitely didn't do that uh, and needed to buy a new one. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to pull the trigger and buy this nice laptop. And Drawboard PDF is a app that I got on the Surface Pro. It allows you to uh, download whatever PDF files or image files as well. Like I can put a JPEG or whatever into it and just write on it. And they have a really good little interface. It's like this little dial that you can uh, have quick selects for different colored pens and erasers and highlighters and all kinds of uh, fun stuff and it works really well with uh, the surface pro that i have so um that's a good app that i've been using to write these notes because i always hated the idea of carrying multiple pins that was why i never got into this colored coordinated note thing in the past as well a i never hand wrote my notes even when i did take them i always typed them on a computer um but uh this is just so quick i can just click a button with the pin and it's, okay, I have a blue pin now. Bloop. Oh, I have a red pin now. Bloop. And I'm just writing on the screen. And it's so easy. Uh, so a, another sponsor maybe, Drawboard. Hello, send me a check. But Drawboard PDF worked really well. Another one uh, that I have heard, I haven't had it myself because it's only on iPads, uh, like Mac, iOS devices. But uh, Notability. Notability is another app that it sounds like it's similar to Drawboard. Uh and I've heard really good things about it, but it's only on uh, MacBook or iPad or whatever, and I don't have Apple stuff. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's something you could look into if you do have MacBook stuff. So, color-coordinated color notes, practice questions, coffee shop, phone, friend-slash-study group. Last tip for reading the textbook. <laughs> I didn't read the textbooks last year, hardly at all. After like the first term, I was like, I'm not getting anything out of this. This year, I think it's going to change because I have the uh, actual, you know, in-person class. I'm going to have to actually, I can't just watch lectures over and over again. For reading your textbook chapters, only skim them. So the first time, uh, first time you read the chapter, go through the chapter, only look at bolded or uh, italicized words. Just go through the whole chapter, look at the bolded words, write, read whatever's right around that word that's telling you about it, get to the end of the chapter, and then go back to the beginning. Now, do it again, go through the chapter, but this time only look at the diagrams and the pictures in the chapter. Don't worry about any of the reading, just go through page by page, look at nothing but the pictures, the diagrams, the charts, the graphs, whatever. Understand, you know, Look at them, see what they're telling you, figure it out. Once you get to the end, go back to the beginning again. Then go through and look at any case studies or uh, situations. You know, they'll give you, Mrs. Jones is a 68-year-old whatever, blah, blah, and she comes to the ED with this. And then throughout the chapter, they might continue this little story. Look at that. See what they're telling you. By the time you do this a few times, just looking at different sections, you're going to have gotten the overview of what the chapter is really focusing on because if they took the time out of editing these books to put 
this information in a chart and this information in a case study. You can kind of see, okay, this is what they're focusing on. And then you can go back through and read it if you need to to better understand sections of those material that you've just gone through a few, excuse me, a few times. But you've gone through it a few times already. And so it's just a quicker way of getting the the base overview of what this chapter is really about without having to read word by word like a novel because uh, you're not really supposed to do that with these books. They're not, it's too much. Unless you ask Alex. Alex, my my faithful, ever faithful co-host that's climbing K2 right now, uh, he reads every book, er, every chapter, every word of every book. And he, it, it, I guess I should include this as a study tip, but it's his thing. The dude reads every word. Like, I mean, he will sit down and just r- read the book for real. And it reflects on his tests. He has fantastic test scores. So, I mean, I guess he's a good case for if you did do that and you can retain all that information, it works for him really well. So I guess that's really the last hidden secret tip for the, that can be the clickbait uh, thumbnail for if we did a YouTube thing, it would be like plus one secret tip, question mark. And then an arrow pointing to like a open book or something on on the thumbnail. But that's it. You got one more of these tips, tricks episodes out of me this summer. The schedule's gonna probably go back to normal, um, meaning that well, I'll probably get like one episode out per term because we're busy. It definitely, if the last week or two of the summer when they started dumping all this stuff on us is any indicator, this year is gonna be just as busy, if not busier than last year and uh, we'll see how it goes. But if this was your first time listening, this was a weird one. Same with the last episode that came out. They're both kind of out of the wheelhouse of straight talk. I mean, we typically just kind of BS about whatever's going on. Like, oh, I did this, and I did that, and oh, I hate when this happens, and this professor sucks, and blah, blah, blah. So if if you're interested in that, go back. Listen to the old episodes of... uh, the podcast. But if not, I hope you got something out of this. I hope that you were able to uh, maybe take something away that you either hadn't heard before or just give you a new idea for something new to try if it's not working. If you have a study tip or whatever, I guess, (laughs) send it to me. Stalknursing at gmail.com. S-T-A-L-K-N-U-R-S-I-N-G at gmail.com. Or call in 860-578-8293, leave a voicemail, yeah, stocknursing at gmail.com, tell me why my tips suck, by the way, be like, no, dude, I've done this, it's terrible, you're an idiot, delete the episode and the podcast forever, Uh, yeah, stocknursing at gmail.com, good luck this year, folks, if you're starting in the fall terms, uh, if this is, uh, you're getting ready to go, I wish you luck. It's going to be a blast. I don't really have an outro. I'm just thinking of things. We'll see you on the next episode, I guess, of Straight Talk Nursing School. Thanks for listening.